kept you waiting, huh? Good morning, afternoon, or indeed, good bloody well evening to episode one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three of the UK's number one gaming podcast. This is the Crosscast, and if you didn't know, we are part of the Cross Players, a team of mates dedicated to bringing you all of our uneducated opinions on the incredible games we play, the consoles we love, and the universe of news surrounding them all. I am Dan, your host with the most chance of spilling coke on himself and to get these bloody things bloody well started on today's bloody good crosscast i want to introduce you to my bloody beautiful co-hosts it's ben alex and lewis hello chaps hello hello, hello. I, I did one breath through that are you proud of me Ooh, yes that's good breath that's management good you ought to be mate. careful though what right. about well it's dangerous I, isn't it am i am i on the danger list <laughs> <laughs> most likely to have a heart attack before the age of 40 we say it every week but if you would like to support us please follow those simple fetch quests number one for uh, one xp give this podcast a review on the service you're using uh, or watching us on number two give us a like and subscribe on youtube.com slash crossplayers or three head over to crossplayers.com for links to all of our content and discord or if you are a loony and want some extra XP and to look at a load of foot pictures, uh, thinking of you here, uh, not going to mention his name, but we all know who we're thinking about. Uh, you get some extra XP. Hit up Patreon.com/slash/TheCrossPlayers and contribute as little as two pounds <laughs> to help us produce the show, just like Pedo Phil. Uh, an entry, and you get entry into our very special WhatsApp group. Um, which has been very special this week. Um, there's been some fantastic content get thrown in there. And dip it your is toe content. in, you'll love it. Honestly, dip your toe in the water. Honestly, suck it off and see. It is absolutely <laughs> wonderful. Lewis, what are you drinking? It looked like a kind of super tenants before. It's a, I wish it was. It's the same. Oh, I guess it's not the same. It's a, uh, alien form, fruity IPA. Nice. Still on that. Mm, I'm going to say this as well. I'm going to say it for everyone. Lewis, your hair's looking fucking gorgeous tonight. I really like Thanks. it. It's a little bit longer. It looks great. Yeah, it's, I was, I'm yeah. thinking it's it's that point when I might need a haircut. But see, that's <laughs> the point when you just go a little... It's like grey. Grey. Is it? Yeah. Oh That'll God. suit you, though. You, 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 I think I can see you as a silver fox. Yeah, thanks. Ben. Yeah. Thanks. That's, that's okay. a good length, though, as well. I do. I have to agree with Dan. Sort of goes, Dan, um, always looks very, Dan always looks very crisp and like he's got a fresh cut. That's executive, isn't it? You can't be executive. Beat that. Mm-hmm. Alex looks like you maybe have been to a barber once or twice. Yeah. Uh, Lewis, <laughs> you look like halfway between the two, and that's yeah, just okay. that's the sweet spot. Obviously, I'm out of the conversation. You look like you've been down. <laughs> you look like you've been down a bowling alley. <laughs> <Someone> <laughs> shoved your head into. <laughs> no shame. Oh, <sighs> you love me, really. It's fine. I like the grey streak. You look a little bit Malfoy esque. 
you know oh, what I mean? Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> one of you one family, you're bullying Dobby. Yeah. Ben, I uh, thought you were going to say, Alex, you look like you uh, bought your hair from Turkey. Uh, that... <laughs> <laughs> Dan, you look hmm. like you've eaten a full turkey. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, that was harsh on myself, wasn't it? Uh, should we do some new news? Let's talk about some news. Ooh. Microsoft's new online rule gives cheaters and trolls specifically seven seven chances seven second chances before banning them for a year so this has been i think explained by big phil and alex you'll probably you follow big phil relatively <laughs> astutely so you can keep me honest on this uh over on pcgamer.com uh the xbox enforcement strike system is drawing a clear line in the sand or eight lines actually uh, it's like the old saying goes, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me a subsequent six times, also shame on me. <laughs> but if you fool me an eighth and final time, then frankly, you're bang out of order and it's really time we did something about it. This, I assume, was the guiding mantra behind the Xbox enforcement strike system, uh, a just announced policy from Microsoft that aims to make the company's punishment me- mechanism a little clearer for players on the receiving end of it. The new system is already in place and Microsoft likens the way it works to a demerit strikes used in driver's license systems in many countries. In essence, it's like an eight strikes and you're out system with each new strike tier netting you a longer suspension until your eight offenses. Microsoft boot you out the services like messaging parties and party chat multiplayer and others for a full year. There's huh? even a handy enforcement history tracker so you can see how many strikes you've shorted up at any time. Uh, it does go on to say about other offences being great than others. Alex, have you been keeping up on this story? You're aware I've heard of bits and works? pieces because that's not right. Um, so that's not actually how it works. Um, <laughs> Here he is. It's not an eight strike system. It's an eight, it's an eight point system. And mm, different, mm. different, um, different offences of different number of points appears to them and the limit is eight points. So once you hit eight points, then you can hit the top ban. So it's like a driving follow license. Up. Yeah. Follow, yeah. Up, follow up question then, Alex, just based on that. What uh, what are the like higher scoring points that you well, can I get? Don't know. I would never think of things How? like that. So. Oh, okay. okay. I think as if you send like... Let us know in the comments send, <laughs> below. It's when, you, it's when, you send, when you send pictures of your feet it? to other users, I think, <laughs> generally. So if you start right. DMing other, other gamers' pictures of your feet, then I think you're, you're done for. Um, Not but, the last foot reference for the evening. Yeah, did, uh, she was saying feet. It says there um, you can drop an F-bomb, and I was like instantly thought of feet. <sighs> so it's, it's partially right, but I think, there was, I think at the time, potentially when that article was written, I don't think there was a lot of clear understanding around what the system was, but I think there's been some clarifications since when that it is more like a driving licence, as you say, and you get different number of points for different offences to to that kind of limit of eight points so it's not that you can do something eight times before you actually get a proper um punishment for it there'll be some things that will get you eight points straight away like you'll just be banned and there'll be some things maybe like really minor things that maybe get you one or two i don't will know. they be offering like an awareness course so you could get off if you if you say i don't think so i don't think you're going to get that speed awareness course but not That'd this time cool. it's re- funny, funny though it reminds me of my speed awareness course when of course i was playing halo infinite at the time and the invigilator noticed the flashing lights on my face. I was like, um, Ben, are you concentrating? I was like, huh, yeah, 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 yeah. Go slower. Um, yeah. Anyway. Like Xbox reference um, I think it's good, though. Yeah. It's good. I like the fact that it's not just like, it's clearly not just an arbitrary, right, do three bad things, you're out of there. Mm. The kind of like, 
you know, giving people a chance to turn a new leaf and, you know, fuck up a few times. So, yeah, it's better than nothing, isn't it? Yeah, I'd quite like to know what they were. Hmm. I'm sure there'll be something somewhere that'll explain it. I just haven't actually. They're not going to be read it. Yeah, but at least it, it sounds like they've put thought into it. I think they've not just plucked this out of my day and said, "No, this is it. And this is how we're doing it." Yeah. At least feels like they've put a lot of consideration into how they want it to work and what um, things are putting into place, um, policies, procedures, monitoring, etc. What well, it says here is that there's a graphic on that uh, article. Examples of strikes added for each type of action. Profanity is one. Cheating is one. Sexually inappropriate is worth two. Harassment or bullying is plus two. Hate speech is plus three. So so they've almost put it right in the article, yet they've just articulated it. That's a bit mad, though. Like You could get away Mm. with two slurs Mm. and not be banned. Mm. (laughs) Genuinely, I'll take this. That does sound a little bit like... I thought it'd be one. Yeah, sounds them. bad. Yeah, yeah, one and done. Yeah, good point. Yeah. It says on here on the bright side, Microsoft says even suspended accounts remaining functional for single player experiences, and players do not lose access to purchase content. So you're like loading that, so you're just playing Ori. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, <laughs> <laughs> fuck all else. Far Cry, sulking. Um, yeah, I think it's good. I think it's. I like the fact that they're actually giving it some attention because clearly it's a bit of an issue online. I don't really see it too much because the games that I play, I don't see a lot of... Well, I say that Rocket League does have like manual chat in it and there is quite a lot of hate speech in that which doesn't really get flagged and seems to be reoccurring because I've seen the same team with a, a slur of a name like multiple times pop up. But yeah, I think it does need to happen. But for it to happen from a platform, it's is it a selling point? Probably not. Uh, if anything, it dissuade people, I think, from actually being on that platform unless the others follow suit. I don't know. Um, You'd hope that this is the this will start the ball rolling for everyone else to implement something like that. I like so, Nintendo's yeah. stance of just no, don't talk to each other. <laughs> Not doing it. Yeah. Yeah. You can, fun. but it's very difficult. Yeah. And mm. very expensive. Well, that's not like that. Um well conversely as Microsoft are introducing new features. The uh, Sony are introducing new consoles. So PS5 Slim appears to have been announced this week. Uh, it looks identical to the PS5. It pretty much just got a line down the middle of it. I have no idea what that means. Um, on CNET, it continues this on August 14th. So I don't, again, Alex is probably going to keep me honest and tell me something's changed here. Uh, so, no, go sorry, on. Go. No, no, go on. Go I was going to say, the only reason the line's down the middle is because the Plates are now in four, so you can take one off to put the detachable disc drive in. So the new, there's new plates for the slim. Well, there, there will need to be if you're going to have this mm. detachable disc drive. So you basically don't have two SKUs. You've just got one main PS, PS5 SKU, and then you can have attach the disc drive or take the disc drive off. So you're going to have to mm. have to be able to. I don't think it, it looks like that line, and so you've got that natural segregation to put the attach the disc drive at the bottom section. So do we think we're going to see it this year? Because it says on CNET, looking at past PlayStation releases, PS1, as in PS and then O-N-E, launched in 2006, six years after the original launch of the PlayStation. The PS2 Slim launched in October 2004, four years after the launch of the original system. And the PS3 Slim launched in 2009, three years after the original PS3. Um, Based on previous redesign, 4.3 years is the mean time frame. 
Yeah, yeah so I think maybe this year at some point. I think I, we'll see it this year. I think Christmas. we'll see it this year because pure, really? I don't think this is for the same. The other ones mm. has been a bit of a redesign and a bit of this isn't really a redesign. It's a little bit smaller and it's but this is a cost saver because you get to change how you're manufacturing these because you only need to manu- manufacture one key component and one key console and then you've just got then you can box it up in whatever way you want whether it's with the with the disk drive or without the disk drive um, per, per court documents from the FTC versus Microsoft lawsuit Microsoft believes the PS5 Slim will cost $400 or the rumours suggest that it'll ship as an all digital unit uh, that likely means it won't include disk drive the current digital only PS5 costs $400 assuming Sony doesn't drop the price that should mean a disk driveless PS5 Slim should cost around $400 Mm, feels odd to bring it out now because it feels like it's going to be the hot console of this Christmas yeah. anyway without putting a new SKU out unless they're seeing like the all digital one is selling significantly less so they want to give people the option to turn that all digital one into a physical one somehow I don't know it just feels a bit they're winning why do this now almost like if there's some sort of reason that things are dipping or look like they're about to dip, then that's when you'd put it out, isn't it? Are they not? Is there not a Spider-Man PS5? No, it's just plates. It's just plates. Okay, right. It does seem strange, and I think the plates are a success by the look of it, aren't they? Quite a lot of people I see quite happy to go and purchase new plates when they come out, and it's it's like a genuinely appreciated, customizable thing compared to having to fork out for like special edition consoles and all that kind of stuff. So I agree with that yeah. this point. It does feel a little bit strange, but then again, the PS2 Slim probably felt strange and the PS3 Slim probably felt equally strange because Sony was smashing it with the PS3. So, well, no, it didn't, did it? It was the Xbox no. 360 that was smashing yeah. it. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I don't even know when the PS4 was, didn't have a Slim, did it? It just had the Pro. Yeah, yeah it had a Slim. Did it? Yeah. Didn't that come up? Or have I read that, that and just ignored it? Yeah, definitely did. Um, it was like almost discuss... a bit more rounded rather than um, oh, the yeah. PS4. Yeah, it was a bit I more rounded it. than like proper angled. But I mean, it, it, I feel like this comes this year, and I think the only reason it's coming is early because there must be an operational benefit to it. I don't think this is purely just to give consumers the option. I think there's definitely an operational benefit to changing the design. Mm. Can't see it not being without a disk drive then if it's. If there's a genuine, because that, there, there is a thing about overheating, isn't there, with the PS5s where it's melted a couple of USB ports. Mm. Um, and I've seen a couple of pictures of that online. So really? maybe that's oh. apparently kind of overheat now and again. But again, it, it's how you ventilate it, isn't it? It's like any any computer. <laughs> Lorries ones. Just <laughs> jammed in the smallest space possible. How he, <laughs> pardon? How he's not <laughs> had like a, a mini fire. I'll, I'll never yeah. know. Um, yeah, so PS4 Slim came out on the September of 2016, and then the PS4 came out on 15th of November 2013, so three years. So even with that, it's still a similar amount of time to what we'd be seeing now if it were to be this year. Yeah. Mm. It just feels like the the whole like parts shortage and everything has pushed this generation back a little bit. It would just seem odd to... Like, it's just started getting in shops... You know, over the last few months, right? And you've seen the sales go through the roof. Yeah. Know, We've only really seen like... 12 months of consistent games for this generation, even though arguably Microsoft mm. hasn't got going yet. So it doesn't feel like we've really kicked in. And, so and also, did. I don't know if I like... believe that prototype, that picture that was shared anyway. It just okay looks a bit 
naff to me. I don't, I don't know. Do we think it's actually genuine? I, I think it's genuine. I really? it probably is. I think it said it's five centimeters shorter. That's like that significant much, length. Loads. Yeah. yeah, it's tons. I mean, this mm. isn't going to be a Massive. slim in comparison to the slims we've seen in the past. Like, there's no chance. Like, no. Whatever these have come out in the past, have been like, think of the PS2 to the PS2 or what the PS2 to the PlayStation 2. How did they name that? I can't remember. But it was tiny compared to that first PlayStation. Mm. And even mm. the PS3 and the 4 to an extent, but I think that's all. It's, I don't know. Just feels really stubby. Stubby little one, isn't it? Anyway, might say it this year. We don't know. Just, yeah, <laughs> just before we move on, I'd like to discuss this article. Quite open question to everybody. Why have we come to this website? Why, why are we reading this article? What's that about? PS5 Slim Rumours, what we know so the, far. The PS5 Slim Rumours. So, there yes. are potential prototype images for that, right? Yeah? Yeah, yeah. So, can you tell me why the one picture on this article is a picture of the DualSense <laughs> that has the comment underneath it, PS5 controller on purple background. I have eyes. I can see that that's the case. I'm here to see bit... pictures of the PS5. You, you the might be able to, but the PS5. some people have their articles read out to them though, and you need to yeah, put I know, appropriate... But... They won't be allowed to publish it. It would be taken down. You think? Yeah. Yeah, it's because they're seeing that as well. Pretty big, aren't they? So I'm a very visual learner. I need I don't understand this article <laughs> without pictures. The um so dot to dot. <laughs> dot to dot, fucking hell. Uh you can't call Braille that, Alex. We've spoken about this. So the <laughs> Kotaku of don't care. They put the pictures up if you look on their website. I, it's just a line through the middle of it. it. Aesthetically, it's the same. It looks like one of the ones you buy on like I don't know, Wish. Where it's like PS5 console and it's a PS1 controller cabled in and it plays like I don't know, Super Donkey Kong or something stupid. <laughs> um, I don't know. Be interesting if it does come out. I'm more curious about the price point as well and whether or not it does have a disk drive. It doesn't look like it. It looks like it does actually on those pictures. Yeah, it does. So I don't know. We'll see. Hmm. Uh, another interesting turn of events. So Netflix has finally launched its testing phase of video games on TVs first and also a small number of computers across the Canada and the UK. Any of you guys get an invite for this? No, no, I've seen. No. I have not either. Uh, I'm on marketwatch.com. <laughs> After becoming a giant in DVD rentals and then streaming and studio production, Netflix Inc. pushing harder against the boundaries of yet another frontier. Gaming. The streaming service on Monday said it was testing video games on more devices where people consume its videos, like TVs and computers, as well as a phone-based controller. That beta test will start today among select users in Canada and the UK. And Netflix will collect feedback from those testers. Uh, it continues. Today, we're taking the first step in making games playable on every device where our members enjoy Netflix, TVs, computers, and mobile, Netflix said in a release. Uh, the, the beta test is intended to gauge Netflix's game streaming technology and controller. Netflix first added mobile games in 2021. Um, so the first two games that are part of the test, Oxen Free and... Uh, that's from Netflix Night's Jewel Studio and Mole Hughes Mining Adventure, uh, which describes as a gem mining arcade game. Uh, the users playing the me. games, I know, yeah, playing the games on TV would use the phone-based controller. 
those using PCs and Macs would play via Netflix's website with keyboard and mouse, the company said. So this is the latest big player coming into the market. Do we think they're going to do anything different than Amazon or Google and actually nail this, or is it going to be a critical failure? What do we think? They've barely managed to do it via their the gaming option that you get via their subscription. Yeah. Like I, when I had Netflix, I think I downloaded one game, but it seemed like a really strange process to do it. And even then, you're still, well, at that point, you were st- I was using it on my phone. Mm. It's like, this isn't, I don't want to do this. This is rubbish. It's definitely the right, I mean, if, it doesn't feel like it's quite there yet in terms no. of cloud gaming. I think you can see that from, even like the queue uh, from Sony. Like then they're kind of acknowledging the fact that they know they can't produce a device yet that's going to be capable of cloud gaming without a massive lag or latency. And I think with what Netflix are trying to do, all right, it's probably a lower power game in Oxenfree 2. It's not going to be something that's going to be graphically demanded. Um, but even then, what they're trying to test is, you know, basically is our service going to hold up if we're going to do this on mass? Um, that's concerning, the fact that they're needing to do that. I don't remember Amazon having a a beta. So I think they had it here. I think they potentially had it in the States. Was it in the States? I think they did something. I think yeah. Luna sat as like some sort of test state for quite a while. Why Why haven't, why hasn't anyone nailed it other than limitations in tech? But why hasn't a TV manufacturer really like hit the snail on the head yet? Is it just down to the fact that cloud services aren't quite prominent enough? Yeah, I think so. I think it's uh, just... We're not set up like we we've all got half decent internet. I just I think the average person at home doesn't probably. Mm. So like you're trying to push gaming to a more to a less tech savvy audience, who of course by that tokens have worse internet or care less about having fast download speeds. It's like yeah, it's harder to. Yeah, it's almost the the two things are working against each other. Um, yeah. So until it's completely ubiquitous that we've all got reliable internet that just works. The fact that it does it for video now, we're heading in that direction. Like you very, you know, when streaming services first came out, it was challenging to get a decent picture consistently. Mm. So it will get there. And when, it's, when it gets to that point, and Netflix might nail it, I think they're in a good position to do that because they're already on every single device that every person in the country owns. Mm. So if they can just flip that to go, oh, I'll have a little go with this game. And it, if it works straight away, then I think they're in a better position than Amazon and Stadia ever were. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. I think Amazon, they're offering just the prime gaming in general. is just messy. Like, I, I hate logging onto that site and claiming free loot through it because you never know what the fuck you're doing. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's so cluttered. It's horrible. I think that's the same with Prime to, yeah, watch, Prime. to watch on Amazon yeah. Prime. You go on, you go, what the fuck is going on here? There's just yeah. so much shite in the way. Yeah, totally. Well, they've just changed the Amazon app as well. Like the stars on it now don't appear as I, I'm, just, I'm just having a gripe. The stars <laughs> don't appear like you, you've not got like five stars. It's just one star with the number next to it of how many stars. Right, okay. like that's really fucking insidious. So you can't, like the products now; it's really hard to differentiate for, for me anyway, without really focusing on what that is to mm-hmm. see whether or not it's something good or bad. 
Yeah. You know, like you're just trying to stimulate sales because that's the whole point of that app, isn't it? It's to make you buy something, but it's trying to get rid of the dross as well, which is just a little bit, yeah, I didn't like it. I'm also going to have a gripe about Amazon. I actually on, deleted the Amazon app from my phone last week because I was on it and I was looking through stuff. I was like, what? How? I've come far. Like, I, I got rid of Prime earlier this year because I was like, I'm spending too much money on Amazon. I am buying stuff for the sake of it. So I was like, cancel Prime, stop buying stuff. And then I went into Amazon last week and I was like, there is so much rubbish. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Folk, like chancers or whatever, like little, <laughs> little companies slash chancers <laughs> <laughs> that are trying to sell stuff. Like, not of like less than great quality, I would say. I don't remember it being like that that long ago. It seems no. like a new thing where it's Definitely just getting worse. It's like, yeah, just, just uh, yeah, just loads of just nonsense on there. That's why I like some of the apps that are just like Temu, is it Timu or whatever, where it just it it tells you up front this is shit. <laughs> it's, it's like you are just on the site because you want to spend 20 quid to buy a load of stuff from China that you never would think of um, you know, you want to buy a hanger for hangers you know what I mean, it's just like insignificant shit like that whereas Amazon, it's like it started off at trying to be low budget and then it went to a bit more premium and now you're trying to, you go on there and you can buy an Echo for like 80 quid mm. I was like, they were 20 quid maybe a year ago if that and now you're selling them for eighty pounds, or you're wrapping them in like a. There's like an owl thing for kids. Yeah, you buy like a little nest that you put the fucking. Thing. It's a fucking smart device for a child, and then it's like, yeah, you're selling that for eighty five pounds, and I'm like, what are you doing? Bezos has left, doesn't it? It's all gone to pot. Come back, yeah, come, come back, back Jeff. No. <laughs> put down Almost the divorcee. Come on back. Um, that's all the news. Let's not talk anything about those parts or um, yeah, piss off. Really all quickly. News wise, what oh. happened today? Just Alex, just wanted to get your take on it. Uh, Xbox taking down the Xbox 360 oh, digital yeah. store, aren't they? Yeah, I was quite surprised to read that. To be fair, but then at the same time, I can understand it because so much of it is now backwards compatible. Uh, and it's the same as anything else. You, you don't maintain two two storefronts for that long, but it's a shame it's always it's always been a fucking mess though trying to buy yeah. an old game on xbox like it's you look not at the it, easiest thing to and do it's like a place. website from yeah. 15 years yeah. ago it's horrible but, right. yeah shame in a That's way a shame. but also time presses on indeed indeed it does let's pick up and play he's picked up something that I just need to I'm going to shake my head at him the whole time he speaks Alex what have let's you picked all, up let's all do it what the fuck are you doing what uh, are you uh, doing I just wanted another controller I had bought one for me my... <sighs> have you unboxed it at least yet no it's not even it's still sealed but see it no uh, no okay. I don't, I don't want to facilitate <laughs> this yeah. addiction you have Alex I only had Amazon vouchers that I needed to spend no you could have spent them on Absolute shite opposed to getting a controller. You could have got, uh, well, could I have bought got a, a back I bought massager. A, yeah, well, initially, bought I bought a, a Pixel Owl Watch Echo. with them, and then I sent a Pixel Watch back, and then I bought a controller, and then that I is... got banned from Amazon for sending too many things back. You're trying to play Halo um, Infinite using a, a smartwatch, yeah. So, 
So um, I liked that one because it was a nice cool design and you get a nice dynamic theme with it as well that I might use. And okay. it'll just sit nicely on the shelf with the rest of them. How many have you got? Yeah. Nine. Nine. Do you dust them? Yeah. Yeah. What do you wear when you're dusting? Nothing. Okay. Lewis, picked up anything? I have. Cool. Okay. Ben? Good stuff. <laughs> yeah, I have. <laughs> I have. Oh, Lewis, what you got? Uh, I uh, I had a voucher uh, on the Nintendo eShop. Um, it was Count, burning counts a hole. as currency. Counts as it does. currency. It does indeed. It was burning my. It's burning a hole in my digital pocket. Um, and I bought Pokemon Legends Arceus Arceus because oh. <laughs> for no particular reason. <laughs> I'm struggling to pick a game to concentrate on after finishing the main story on Zelda um, I, mm. can't, I, I can't I'm struggling mm. with um, the, the shooting game what's it called when you shoot shoot folk that one America yeah America the game Advance Wars <laughs> that's the one uh, Advance Wars I'm struggling to stick with it um, uh, okay. so I've picked that up because I do quite like Pokemon game I like going around lurking, lurching around corners, try to find mm. the Pokemon, try to catch them. Hide, and... Hiding in bushes. Yep, that's me. Yep. Right. Right, so yeah, Chucking your balls at them. Yep. And I was like, what am I going to get? Am I going to get that or am I going to get Scarlet and Violet? But mm. I think it's still a buggy maze. Eight choice. They're Pokemon games, not prostitutes for anyone listening. I just know. <laughs> yeah. The decision was made. I Google, a quick Google search. Google's a great tool. I went, uh, Arceus versus Scar- Scarlet and Violet and the first thing that came up, big text at the top, fans generally say that Arceus is better I was like, that's all I need, that's yeah. all I need to know Google yeah. does that now, doesn't it? It like, literally will answer your question in kind of like a little mm. mini paragraph and then it'll yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's fine Yeah, it's a good game, I enjoyed that I, I also like had it. you in, my, in mind, because like, Ben liked it oh, Enjoyed that There you go, it's been a while I just add to the list <laughs> oh, that last must have been getting a wee bit neglected. Yeah. It's been Ben and Lewis love references for anyone. So people that haven't listened in a while, I made a list because Lewis and Ben both uh, both are very favourable towards each other. More so than more so than Alex <laughs> and myself. Uh, so again, Lewis used to do a very nice intro, which was very very long for for Ben. Um, it says on here, Lewis take uh, talking about Ben last year. I don't know what that meant. Ben flirting with Lewis about Pilsner. <laughs> Lewis voting <laughs> for Ben. Very vague again. Ben, Ben, my love vote. Uh, Death Store picks. Death Store again, voting for each other. Wankers. Brian May's semi, because that was just you two, apparently. Uh, changes the order to fit in Ben. Uh, knows Lewis well enough to assume a game won't be for him. Allow, <laughs> allowed, allowed Ben to jump in at the end and sell Death Store. Uh, ben in front of Mark at the end. Disgraceful. Well out of order. Fake arguing. <laughs> Dreamcast sucking off defense. Don't know what that meant. <laughs> L- Lewis buying a PS5 because Ben has one. Lewis in full, concern- <laughs> Lewis in full concerned mum mode over Ben's tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm such a prick. Chatting about curb like old women. Um Oh God! You've just given me flat Lewis. Uh, unquote. I understood that reference. Yet another, <laughs> yet another. I'll answer that from Ben to a question position for Lewis. Makes me sick. <laughs> and then I've got Alex and Dan references. Those undies. 
That was it. <laughs> there we go. It's the best one, though, Dan. It was a good one. That's a good reference. Yes. The most personal one. It was. Yeah, yes, yes. Um, okay, so you're, you're happy? Have you played much of it, mate? I've not played any of it. <laughs> not played right. a thing. We'll leave you there. I've not played that. We'll leave you. Ben, you picked, up, you picked up a t-shirt. I have picked up a t-shirt, yes. Uh, picked up this for um, video watchers. This uh, lovely kind of one-off Samus. I think it's a zero mission kind of pose. And uh, I like it. It's from the Yeti. I've never bought a t-shirt from the Yeti. And it's a good fit. Good. True, true sizing, which is what we need at the moment. So, uh, yeah, happy with that. You bought a t-shirt as well, Dad. I have, mate. Thanks. I bought Larian Studios for those that are watching the video. It's like a version of their logo. Nerd. Plunge. It is. They are proper, <laughs> proper nerdy in it. If I wear this at EGX, I am not getting laid. Um, I'm married anyway. That's a joke. Uh, but yeah, I was really happy. Sizing so amazing. Easy. They're like, what do you mean? Even <laughs> I won't tell you. I told you to. The um, mm. it's nice. It's got the little plunger, like a little tag thing on the bottom. A little bit oh, flesh yeah. there for people watching on the video. Yeah, oh, wow. that's I cut <laughs> inwards. That is that is where the cheese goes. It's the shelf. Yeah, that's the shelf. That's the shelf. You need to <laughs> uh, Yeah, that is the shelf. Um, I've got one as well. A t-shirt. I'm sure we've compare, compare shelves. Oh, we well, let's be honest. Who's going to win? Not going to be Max, is it? Um, Thin so Max. Yeah, really happy with it. Very nice. The arms are great. We'd called them nerd sleeves before, you know, where you get mm. t-shirt sleeves and they're too baggy on, on gaming t-shirts. And these yeah, are like these. very, very nice. Really well fit. Baggy. Yeah. You just need to go to the gym, but that's fine. Yeah. Well, uh, not like them. That? Two tickets to the gym. Oh, oh, go- oh, 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 whoa. You could ride a roller coaster on that. I don't know. What I mean, that's... <laughs> uh, so that's, they're my pickups. Have any other pickups before we, we talk about what we played? No, I yeah. Picked up Vampire Survivors because that came out on Switch today. Double dipped. So got that. Paid for it with gold points. It's only like £3.50 or something ridiculous. Um, nice. Had a couple of quick goes with the boy in co-op just nice. before we started here. Really good. Really good. Lovely. Lovely. Cool. All right. So about what we played. Lewis, I'm going to pick on you. It's not, it's not Pokemon. What is it? It's not Pokemon. I have played The Room VR, A Dark Ooh. Matter. It's a VR game, and it's a... Uh... Welcome to Crossbutton VR 2, uh, where we, we have our takes <laughs> yes. of the people that aren't on the VR podcast, Lewis and myself, mm. where we talk about VR games that we played. Yeah, I'll talk about it. mine in a minute. Go on, mate. Yeah, so it's like an old-school uh, detective game. Where you, I'm going to liken it to... There's there's almost eternal... Eternal Darkness uh, vibes to... I forgot the name there for a second. Uh, just in the way that things are are presented to you. But you're like a, an old school 1900s detective. You go into your pre, your precinct, your uh, your police, police station, um, and things start going a little bit strange. Um, and you are whisked away to some other realm or something. I'm looking at Ben and Alex here, they've played it. Um, where you're like, you then are then transported to a particular sort of setting where you need to unpick a mystery like the first level is uh you're in a museum and there's a like around an egyptian sarcophagus so you kind of got to figure out what's going on and the story kind of unravels and uh, you, you find out what's going on um I, I don't really know what's happening to be completely honest with you um 
I've just done the second stage. I think there's three or four altogether. I don't think it's a very long game, um, but I'm really enjoying it. Um, slightly worried that I would feel a bit sick whilst playing it. And I do, Ben, you noted that sometimes you play in VR, you get a bit warm. Yeah. I do get warm playing that game. Because there's a lot of like, you might be standing still, but you are using <laughs> the sort of sticks to yeah. move yourself around the place. It was Try, pause, keep, you said. keep one of these to hand wow. at all times when you're playing VR and just a little. Oh ooh, my God, the power out of that? Yeah, it's good. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Do you yeah. use them on like Teams calls? Well, you don't use Teams, but. No. no. I use a enterprise grade solution for my video. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, um, it's just a really cool puzzle game set in the past. Uh, I don't really have much to say about it. I, I can't. I, I struggle to explain what it is you do, in it, other than solve mysteries and uh, yeah. sort of figure out puzzles. But it's really cool. You get a, a, a lens. You get to you press X, and this little thing pops up, and you pull the little lever down, and everything goes blue, and it makes you you might be able to see different things, different aspects of like oh, oh look, there's a little hidden door there. I can put my hand through and twist some knobs. That's the kind of thing you can get get done. Um, but it's really cool. I was, let me say this, a couple of great guys gave me the code for that game. <laughs> yeah, we sure did. <laughs> and uh, full review, we've got a full review of that on um, Crossbutton VR episode 24, which is on all good podcast services yes, and youtube.com slash crossplayers. And for the next person that joins our Patreon, we do have another copy of the Room VR. So if wow. you are a PSVR 2 owner, and you're listening to this, and you want to try that game that Lewis just described, you can get it from as little as £2 a month. You can get it. Just join for one month, get that game, and then fuck off, to be quite honest. But yep. We hope you don't, because the content oh, is exquisite. Always. It is, it is the choicest of cuts. Oh. <clears throat> and watch the podcast. Don't just listen to the VR one, because when you watch it, and you can watch it on Spotify as well. It's been uploaded on Spotify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can watch it on there. Um, Laurie is the best of all of us when it comes to hosting because I don't know why. He reminds me of, you know, the guy that does the intro to Dragon's Den. We've got a bit of a turn <laughs> in his eye, but he always he delivers. Well, little welcome, goblin fella. welcome, everybody, to Dragon's Den. Welcome, everyone. <laughs> He's a little bit like Laurie's starting to remind me more of that as he gets more and more confident. Is like his way of... Um, mm. I don't know, like his emphasis on certain words and just his like his way he riffs through things. It's yeah, just when he hams it up a bit. He's yeah. brilliant, I, he? fucking, I yeah. always get on about. It. He is the best of us. I absolutely. Don't, don't, don't dare deviate from his plan. Mm-mm. No, God, no. never. You get called a little bitch. You do oh. get called a little. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Genu- genuinely called Alex a little bitch last week. That's we'll we'll be taking that note for uh, revenge. I'm, I'm calling calling HR. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, thanks for that, though. Appreciate that. All right, I do need to. It's a cool game. I do need to play that game. I've also got code from some beautiful people. Uh, Alex, what are you playing? I've been playing my Switch again. Oh my god, two weeks in a row. I've been playing my Switch. Will Smith, I've been playing more Pikmin. I've been more Pikmin. Beat me, yeah. Um, so I think I'm about 15 hours in, really enjoying it. Jesus, 15 hours in a Pikmin. Uh I know, I don't know what's going on, but it's a nice nighttime game. That is a very nice it little is. chill nighttime game. I even played it on the train twice. Oh, get on like, you! I know, like I don't know what's going on. Still hate the fucking switch, but it's a nice <laughs> game, right? 
And then I you don't need been... to take the train for your work. Have you been going on the, on the train just to play Pikmin? Yeah, that's it. Ultimately, shocking. Um, but what I've been playing a bit more of is EAFC Twenty Four. Oh on yeah, the Switch. Um, Switch Legacy Edition. No, mm. it's not the Legacy Edition. It is a very nice new edition and makes a very big change to people who have played this game on Switch. So, okay, it's finally an updated full parity version of the game. It seems to have almost everything there. Plays really nicely. I'm, I'm not. I don't know exactly how it's going to work. I think there might even be cross-play and stuff with this version of it. Really? The new, how have it got, feels sorry, like it when you see the menus. Version? I don't know. They sent me a code to play the beta. Oh, you mm. bastard. Yeah. I think they only send so, it to like, top-tier FIFA players, don't they? That's so, that, that's yeah. Criteria. So, no, I got one yeah. and Kevin Scully's got one. So, I mean, oh. like, yeah. Yeah, um, Kevin Scully's so, good at FIFA. <laughs> I don't know why they sent me a Switch code. I, I genuinely have no idea why they sent me a Switch code. But that's the one I got, so that's the one I've been playing. Um, and it definitely, from the last couple of times, like, you know how they've done the trials and stuff of the last couple mm. of FIFAs on, like, the online EA? That, so from playing that and the fact it's just been a reskin for, what, five years, maybe? Minimum, yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's nice to see a fresh take on this. I mean, it feels like you're playing a mobile game. There's no... There's no two ways when you see like the crowds and stuff compared to what you're used to seeing on like the console proper console versions of this. It feels like you're playing a mobile game, but it's a much much improved experience on what's been there for the last five years. And it's nice to see them actually finally do what they could have done five four years ago, um, which would have not been as much of a piss take. Plays nicely. The new features seem quite cool, like the profile of all the different pro- profiles the players have got, the new animations that they get for the different types of players and that. Ultimate team feels a wee bit different. A wee bit strange having men and women in the same team. I don't nothing wrong with it at all. It just wow. it, it just feels like Right. Xbox have just given you three points, Alex. For that. <laughs> uh, no, but it just feels like I, I have completely like, have women in Ultimate Team, but I don't I don't understand I don't feel like I feel like if people like want to play women's ultimate team, they want a team of women, yeah. which you can or a team. I don't think you necessarily want a mixed team. I remember it, seeing the um, what's the name of the Australian player who plays for Chelsea? Damn care. Yeah, like an awesome, awesome player, one of the best female players, yeah. and her like shot power was like aligned to some like Harland or someone. Because in in contrast, obviously the game's slightly different sport, but in her um in her league in her her game she obviously has got one of the best shot powers but then you've got her and Holland in the same team and they've got the same shot power yeah it just, it just seems, seems a bit weird yeah like it, it seems a bit strange but I don't nothing know. wrong with it at all like it, it plays nicely and it works like when you've got the guys and the women playing together it, it completely works from the game because they have put that parity there yeah um it's just not necessarily how i would think people would want to play the game but maybe that's just me um, no, I mean, I, I get, I don't know, if you've got young girls playing and they probably want the woman's team to play, they wouldn't want to mix the two. And then I can also imagine, I don't know, it feels prone for like scumming in some respects of like people doing certain things for teams to try and like overpower them. It feels like there's going to be a weird meta of it all, which I, it I don't almost, It almost feels, feels that bit, way as well. And unless it's gone down just tacky, thinking that, the yeah. worst of people, but you can see people becoming so derogatory towards it when they're going and open all their packs and then they get women in their pack. 
Like, yeah, that as well. Yeah, it, it's, it just feels like it's open for that. But I don't know what the full settings would be like in the full version of the game would be like. But I've those people much... have other issues if they've got issues with that. Oh no, they've... totally. But you <laughs> got know... something else going on. We know what the world's like. If you're playing Ultimate Team in the first place, you've got some issues. I totally agree with that point. (laughs) Looks like I can vouch for that. But it's incredibly refreshing to see this version of the game on Switch. I think it's about time. And I was very surprised at how well it plays. It does play play really well. Um, The graphics aren't great, but the game plays good well it, it's fifa game fifa playing gameplay doesn't change that much but at least it's in the right engine and it's got the right animations and player animations and stuff for all the new i can't think it's like playstyle plus or something the new thing's called um you get different wii icons above and the players do different like specific animations and how they control the ball and stuff like that so, yeah it's certainly giving a good first impression and i am tempted to pick it up it's the end of this month isn't it um, no, I think it's end of September. Is it really that long? You've got it, I think so. Maybe oh, I'm, I'm wrong. So I thought, but I think it's end of September. That's amazing. Um, I like that there's a decent Switch version. I probably wouldn't pick it up on the Switch because of the whole the likelihood of Switch meeting wall when something. <laughs> yeah, <good laughs> after point, a yeah. few, after a few defeats. Uh, Fuck! Let's never do a tournament of that again. Uh, <laughs> which never concluded because Ben refused to play me. Um, <laughs> so technically, nobody ever won it. The, the part I was going to say is when I bought like coins, which are frowned on online to buy a player, and it got blocked uh, by NatWest. I had to call NatWest up to unblock my card. And then the guy went, did you get anyone decent? And I went, I bought Timo Werner. And he went, okay, uh, I've unblocked that card for you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the card as well? That rapid one where it was mm-hmm. like, yeah, it was absolute mate. I need to, yeah. Turbo Timo. Turbo Timo, yeah, you hated him. Who was that I player? He had the Spanish at forward. He was just like, he shouldn't oh, have been good, was, but he um, was. Yeah, was it not? Oh, the one that plays for... Benson's going, Morientes. Oh, that's going to really annoy me. Inside joke. <sighs> I'll think about it and come back Mull, to you. Um, Mull, I'll add it then. <laughs> It'll come to me in a Minayin. second. Minayin. Minayin, yeah, is it? Yeah. Is it? You just bang it. <laughs> Banging in goals everywhere. Yeah. Uh, ben, what you been playing? Well, continuing the sports theme, I've been playing uh, NBA 2K23. I really, really want to play a basketball game, so sell me on this, please. Hopefully it is mm. good. It is good. I mean, I, I haven't played a basketball game for quite a while, um, but I've just been in the mood. I've been watching a lot of basketball. I kind of got into the playoffs at the end of last season for the first time in years. Yeah. Uh, so I just, I don't know, I was just in the mood to, to play some basketball. Uh, it's good. I mean, it's, um, and I, I did see some of the adverts for 2K24 and their, what's it called, Pro Play. I saw some stuff on Twitter about that, which is basically they take real life animations of players and kind of like bake them into the game, which it just looks like real basketball um, when yeah. they do that, obviously. But yeah, it's good. I mean, there's not much to say about it. it kind of does the same thing that all sports games do these days so it's got like a fucking open up a pack of cards and get some players which i just dabbled in a little bit and, uh... and i was like and i was like oh oh i got Dwayne wade oh brilliant and then i was like no no, no. he's on loan <laughs> not Shit. not not playing this um so yeah just started off like a season um 
playing as the Lakers. That's my team. Okay. So I was going to ask who your team was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's quite good. But it's quite, yeah, first game I played was like just a dream team, like all stars game where it just had a team just full of legends throughout the years. So that was just brilliant as well. So yeah, just fun. I love basketball growing up. I used to play a load of basketball games and used to play a lot of basketball as well and just kind of fell off that. But yeah, kind of just getting the getting the urge to to pick up the rock and uh, and throw down. <laughs> Go for that old post-it stamp. I used to play. Yeah. Um, I remember wearing a a Jordan Wizards jersey, and mm. uh, and then we used to play with, in a hospital. Weirdly enough, and there was like loads of Filipino doctors that would play, and they were dead short, but they were amazing. One of them was mm. like five foot eight and could dunk, and I was like. Don't know what wow. you've done in terms of like pyrotechnics to be able to get your legs up to that leg, but he was his legs were like tree trunks. It was amazing. So I was wearing the wizard jersey one day, and uh, in a really thick Filipino accent, I won't I won't try and replicate because that will <laughs> get <laughs> through three strikes from Microsoft. It's like you're a wizard, Danny, and it was one of the funniest things and the most off putting. I ne- never wore that jersey ever again. Um, but my Ooh. team was the Spurs. I used to watch Spurs a little bit. Yeah. Um, I guess they were quite good around that era as well, like with Tim Duncan. And, yes. Uh, what's the French guy's name? Tony Parker. Yeah, yeah. I had the. It's good. Tony's uh, dead French. Uh, yeah. Tony, Tony Parker. Parker. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was with uh, Eva Longoria, wasn't he? Yeah, from Desperate Housewives. Yep. Fair play. Fair play. Yeah, um, it's a full sim game though, yeah. Because I remember the was it two K nineteen was like ended up mm. being three pound on a switch or something. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, got it but i think i i don't know enough about it about basketball and the rules to mm. understand what's going on so i'd, I'd prefer a um, nba jam like an nba jam like or nba street or something like the that. street yeah. games were yeah and that yeah. was on ps plus wasn't it it was a ps it was, plus game yeah yeah uh, last month wasn't it i think um so is that the main one that i've played and finished this week though has been uh Pyre. From Supergiant Games, um, you put a tweet about this, didn't you? Saying it's up there in terms of it the is, yeah, I would say it's definitely better than Bastion and Transistor. Um, slightly below Hades in terms of like overall quality. But do you, do you um, agree with that, Lewis? It's still rubbish, yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> really good, like really cool story. The gameplay is so different. It's almost like seventy. 75% visual novel and then the other 25% is this weird little maybe I'm in the mood for it but it's a weird little sports game basically um, where you're trying to get two you're trying to get this like celestial orb it's a three on three game you're trying to get the celestial orb to your opponent's pyre so you can sort of snuff it out take some energy away from their pyre and then when their pyre gets down to zero you've won basically and uh, you go along this story, you encounter new characters, add them to your team. And then the point of it is to like free all of them from this sort of, uh, it's kind of like purgatory that you're in because you've been cast out to because of various crimes or whatever. So you befriend all these characters and you're aiming to get all of you free so you can start a revolution back in the real world kind of thing and stop this madness of, banishing people to this wasteland um but yeah you you gradually find out like when you do these rights 
you can uh you can only choose you can choose one of your team to free and obviously you're bonding with the characters so and and some of them are really good at the sport hmm. <laughs> so you kind of don't want them to go because you want to carry on winning easily um but then at the same time you want them to have their freedom so this is a really like interesting trade-off that it puts you with um yeah, so it's a really, really special game. It's a shame that it's stuck on PlayStation and, and Steam, or I don't know if it's on or PC in general, um, because I think it would do really well on Switch, and it feels like the kind of the hidden gem of Supergiant. Um, so I'd love to see it come to other platforms. I can only assume that it never will for whatever reason, but it's it's really special, really special game. You wouldn't Why imagine not? so at that stage that it's going to come new, because it's no. not a new game. No, is it? Yeah, so it makes you wonder, like, did Sony, like, part fund it or pay something. for outright yeah. exclusivity or something? But it's a real shame because I, I wish more people would play it, but it really is the one that seems to go under the radar. And it's, I think it's much better than Transistor and Bastion. Both of them are really good as well, but this is really special. That's Pyre. I like it. So I'm trying to get my character up on Baldur's Gate 3. And we'll talk about this in a minute because Alex didn't warm to Baldur's Gate 3. And I think it's the complexity of the game you said was the main reason, but I think there might be others that you you can talk about. Too but... complex for a big thicky Alex. <laughs> I basically, basically. So I'm a I'm level five rogue, arcane trickster. I'm a high half elf <laughs> noble. That's my character at the moment. Um and what's his name? Level twenty virgin. Sedan. Oh yeah, you said that Sedan. last week, sorry. I did say that. I don't know if you can see him too well on there. There you go. Let's see him. Gaelic, really, yeah. Really it's a great posture. Thanks, mate. Looks really similar to myself. Um, I still, I definitely said this to you guys, but I definitely think this is probably my game of the year now. I think I'm probably at the point where I'm 10 hours in. Um, I, I'll briefly explain without spoiling it a section of the game that I played um, the last couple of days. I was... I had to chat to a group of goblins to let me into a town that they'd ransacked and then going around the town, there's a there's a creature tied to a, um, a windmill that I've got to go and free because they're torturing him and winding him up and he needs to be freed from it, so I'm going to spoke them out of it and the dialogue tree is just absolutely hilarious to try and get this guy down i've then found the the switch taking him down he assumes i'm just going to immediately extort him for saving him i assure him i'm not um he rewards me by saying his bag somewhere i go and find it and then i'm in another you're telling this like you're reciting it to the police that's how I, I assure how I him. Things. I assure him I'm not trying to extort Honestly, him. it makes you feel that way. He then proceeds to <laughs> yeah. come out of the windmill. Yeah. yeah. So that happened, and then I go into another building, maybe I don't know, like a ten second walk away from there, and there's another massive dialogue tree between myself and three uh, trolls. Um, one's very, one's more intelligent than the other two, and he's trying to ascertain, yeah, trying to ascertain whether or not they should eat me and or whether or not I'm a friend and they decide that I'm a friend based on my options that I've given. Otherwise I probably would have had to have fight fought them because that's another option on there I could have done. And there's maybe like seven different decisions and I scum saved it because I was like, I want to go and see whether or not the actual 
answers to those questions gave a different result specifically to talk about it every single one of them gave a different result every single one of them was like completely unique to that engagement and every single one of them was like rich in terms of story it wasn't like there was a half-assed option or there was there was one that was less rewarding at the end of that um i had to then basically do a dice roll and hit 15 um the highest being 20 and the lowest being one that you can get on a dice roll and had to hit 15 hit it uh and then basically they gave me a horn that i can blow that they'll turn up i don't know if it's i don't know if it's <laughs> once they'll turn up i don't know if it's like multiple times that they'll turn up but these guys the three of them are just going to turn up at different points um then 10 seconds away from that there's another building that underneath it i found a, a trap um pulley lever in one of the walls and i'm then downstairs where it's like a cave and there's monsters and crypts some of it's got really good treasure some of it's got um coffins with monsters in it there's then a mirror that i've got to go and speak to that talks about its owner and i'm friend if i'm friends with its owner i'm lying to a mirror then i'm trying to persuade it that it doesn't want to do something negative to me um and then i get through there and i'm in like this little laboratory where there's loads of loot and loads of things in and then literally I i cannot even describe this part i was pissing myself laughing on the train to crew 20 seconds away from that you'll walk past and I was wearing these headphones sat um sat on the train and it can hear like I was like so, it sounds like shagging and I was like that just sounds like it's just like <laughs> I was like what the fuck's yeah. going on? And there's a barn. <laughs> yeah there's there's a barn. It's on the way to crew. Uh there's a barn and I'm like oh my god what's happening in the in the barn. I opened the barn and there's different creatures in Baldur's Gate, and a smaller creature is shagging a bigger creature. Both of them are like not human esque, but like they they speak in English or whatever language, and they're like, "What are you doing? Closer to us!" And then start a fight. And the male was the smaller of the two. The female's like this massive ogre thing. I accidentally killed the male. I was trying to bail out the fight because I was like, "This is too funny." Um, I tried to bail out the fight, killed the male, and then enraged the female. She screams, going, you've killed my lover. And then she's <laughs> absolutely cunning for, for the, wipes out two of the party. And then the other two party members are just like, <laughs> the dialogue between everyone is like laughing at the situation that you're in, even though two of your members are crippled on the floor from this massive ogre. Um, and then once you've killed it, then you, you're basically looting in that room and there's references to their deviant acts that they've been committing on each other. And it's just the quality and the caliber of what happens in each area is so rich. And that's maybe like a second area that I've been to within the space of six hours where you, you're 10 seconds away from something absolutely hilarious or really interesting or quite spooky and scary like happening. And it's just... I get this is the whole point of D and D. It's about the use of imagination. I think when I played Baldur's mm. Gate in the past, uh, I remember playing Baldur's Gate one, and you do something similar to like Skyrim, and you get groups of people in a in a town really infuriated with you. You'd have to leave, and when you came back, it was kind of like as if things have reset. This kind of takes it to the next level of like if you do something in a town. Um, it's not that people are just going to forget or remember. It, it's the fact that every single consequence has uh, an appropriate reaction from the people around it. And then the way that that kind of then spirals out is just unique. It's not like in The Witcher 3 where it's an amazing side quest 
Um, but then you end it and it's kind of done in The Witcher 3. There's not really any reference to that further yeah, on. the world just returns to normal. It does. You go about your business. But because there's yeah. like a day cycle in Baldur's Gate 3, it's like everything, similar to like, no, it's not similar to Persona 5, but it's like you, the conscience of the things that you're doing within that amount of time. It's not just like a ripple effect. It's like it's, it could be a wave crashing onto the characters that you meet further down the line. If you incapacitate one person, um, and maybe you kill their entire party, you leave that person alive but concussed on the floor at the end of a battle, that can come back to haunt you. Uh, there's one section where you can, there's like a portal that opens up, and it's a, uh, you can either pull the character out, I won't say who it is really early on, but you can pull the character out, and they basically become a part of your, part, a part of your party, or you can choose to leave the arm and chop it off. And now I haven't found this out myself, but from other people's playthroughs, that character will then be further on in the game with one arm, and then you'll reference with them, and you'll have to then deal with the consequence of the things that you've done. Wow! It's just the quality and the length and breadth of it. I totally get why it's overwhelming, and I think it's probably right that I show up and let Alex talk a little bit. But I think it, it's not—it's not even the case of persevering with this. I get if people don't like it straight away. I think it's just worth the risk. It's worth a dice roll. Mm-hmm. Uh- I mean, and I mean, I, I, I'm not going to dunk on this game in any way, shape, or form. I think any issues I have with this game are my issues, and not the game's issue, because this game absolutely oozes quality from the second you switch on to looking at it to the cutscenes that you're, the cinematics you're presented with at the beginning, the quality, the presentation, the graphics. uh, It was just too overwhelming for me. There was. Far too much going on, far too much detail, yeah. far too much understanding required, like to even just begin. Like it, it was, it, it's hard. I don't even know what my issue with the game was. It was just a bit like I think I know I don't have the brain power and the time and mm. the dedication that it requires just now. And I'm a bit like, I think the right thing for me just now is to bail and probably come back to this at some point when i've got a bit more time a bit more willingness to learn um because it was just a bit like i have no fucking clue what's (laughs) going on here i don't know what any of this does there's just all these buttons i'm moving about i'm like everything's got about 17 paragraphs attached to it to understand what it actually does i like it's so intimidating I, on PC uh, as well. Like, I think yeah. if you're not used to PC gaming, I'm not mm-hmm. either. And that was um, definitely that was an element of it as well. Yeah. I think it was because I'm not used to PC gaming at all. Um, but the one that but don't let me put you off because I think as Dante is, this is a game you need to try. Um, it might work for you, it might not for you, but it is a bit of a big gamble because it's 50 quid. Um, so yeah, I suspect the experience, because I played it first on Steam Deck, and it simplifies everything for Steam Deck, so it, because it recognizes a controller mode essentially, mm-hmm. um, you're Might not moving a character around with a mouse, so therefore you can't can't click and place the character like you do in this game. Um, so it puts it similar to like Three Houses, where you you have to move the character with the thumbstick like you would in Three Houses. It's not like um, turn based as well. So it, by doing that, and then I ramped the difficulty down a notch because i was like i was just getting wiped out in battle after battle after battle like this is too much um but similar to like breath of the wild you know when people are discovering at the moment that if you stand on a table and speak to people there's like weird dialogue options i don't know if you've seen it online but like you can literally if you stand on a table as link and you're speaking to one of the shopkeepers they're like who is this fucking fruitcake what's he doing um it's similar in Baldur's gate if you're doing stuff within that fight 
like and try different things, it can be a lot easier to win that fight. Um, I don't want to spoil it again because there's things within it that I think you just need to experiment mm. yourself. But um, it helped me is the point I was trying to make playing it on Steam Deck. And I think when it hits mm. PS5, that'll be a lot of people's preference and where to play it because you haven't got the worry of, oh shit, well, how do I change the camera around? And it feels alien to me even doing that on this because obviously you've got your usual WASD, then you're using Q&R to rotate the camera around. Then I'm thinking about what I'm doing during a fight in terms of spells that I'm hotkeying and there's a lot to it. Um, but I think when it's on console, I can see it being a lot more. Yeah. I know it's critically acclaimed now, but I can see it being widely adopted and, and probably the feeling that you've had um, hopefully not being as prominent in other people. Mm. I'll definitely be giving it a whirl at some point on PS5. And maybe, I don't know, Alex, we could always... I certainly feel like... It's co-op, it's isn't co-op, it? Yeah. 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 I, mean, I, I definitely think... Just from what you said there, I think a lot of my issues were probably as much trying to play on a PC. Yeah, um, definitely. But I think a console might suit me better because I can't. I want to experience the stuff that I was listening to. Kind of funny games daily this morning, mm. and they were talking about it all again. And just the things they're talking about, like I want to play this game. I want to experience that. I want to have like that feeling because it just sounds so so good. And I'm just like, I was really disappointed at that point. But I just like, I'm like, I'm not going to get anywhere here. There's no point. You just know that you can tell when you started the game that. There's either there's some games you know, right? I can I can work out what's going on here. I can persevere through this, and there's some you're like, no, this is just it's just not going to happen. You you know straight away something. Yeah, it's picking so, dinner out the fridge, and it it's the same thing. Like you know, based on when you open that door, you know what you want, and you're looking at things thinking, well, there's a compromise complexity in time, basically for most people, or you just got a, a general want for something. But all of those things make you yeah, decide on. I was just like fucking soup, Indeed, mate. Yeah. I just want soup. Like, if I want to go and make a steak, then great. Yeah. I'll have a really rich dinner. It'll take me a long time to prepare. But again, with Baldur's Gate 3, you, you're walking in something that I don't think many people are going to expect. And I think that's the it's the beauty of the game, but I 100% get why it's intimidating. Um, I had a, a shit meeting earlier on in the week. I was like, I've not got the headspace to play that game at all. And normally I'd be playing a game on the way back from um from the from the office purposely because I was like, yeah, I'll play Tears of the Kingdom, it'll switch me down, I'll walk through the door, I won't be as grumpy. I couldn't even think about throwing myself into Baldur's K three after a shit day because we're like fucking hell. Like the things that happen in that game, it's so much to take on. And yeah, it's a it's a hell of a commitment. I just say it's it's double the game of what what The Witcher Three was to me, and that's the oh, highest praise I can give it. Christ, the highest level of quality that is in The Witcher Three, and I love Cyberpunk. Uh, Cyberpunk, I love um, CD Projekt Red for that. But this is just on another level. Like they, it's not even a love letter to RPGs. It's the perfect RPG. Um, so yeah, it's, wow. it is great, and I, I know I spoke about it a lot last week. How how long is it? Hundred hours are what most people's racking up, but I think how long to beat has got it down for like sixty odd. Um, so it's like a an RPG length game, but I don't think it's the type yeah. of game where you really need to complete it. Personally, I think the storylines compelling enough, but it's it's the things that happen in between it that are the the fun parts. You know, the the real memorable parts. So yeah, I'd really love to play it, but I just at the moment. I'd, I'd need to be sort of tethered to the PS5, and I don't want because this is up here. Like, yeah, yeah. I'd need to be. I'm away from everybody else. 
it's a long time. At least with like with Tears of the Kingdom, I could pick it up. I could be downstairs, ignoring everybody, Backbone. ignoring Backbone. everyone together. Backbone's a perfect game for that. Backbone, perfect Backbone. peripheral for this because you'd, you'd have to rely on um, quick reactions or anything with it being turn-based. I think you'll love the turn-based battling, um, which is just where I kept on thinking of it. And then I know there's like the real romance options in this, but I mean that's just ramped up to another level. Um, people have said it's a horny game, but it is actually quite tasteful in the way that it does it. Like you can romance most of your party members, or at least all of them. Um, but the actual genuine dialogue that you have with the characters, it's believable that you get into a relationship level. And I found myself being like, this is actually quite heavy. <laughs> I don't really want to, uh, I've got a wife. Like, I, you know, that kind of, <laughs> that kind of shit where it's like, shit, the, the person's really uh, enamored with me here. But yeah, the options within the game are fantastic. I can see why it's overwhelming. It's just, like Alex said, it's worth a punt. Okay. Punt. We shall. Punt we shall. Uh, anything else we've been playing before we move on? I'm conscious of time. No. No? Okay. Well, no. chaps, uh, you can get Cheese Wheel in Baldur's Gate 3, uh, but I've whipped out our wheel of cheese that we've used in the past to decide and, uh, let's say, settle our priority and our, our arguments over things. What we want to do this week is build our perfect arcade bar uh, you can't move for them in 2023. I don't know if you guys have seen many, but NQ64 can't move for them. There's one in every city now. Uh, and what do I mean by an arcade bar? You can walk into an arcade bar, play arcade games, play console games. You can play every single game until your heart's content. Um, usually half of them are working, half of them aren't. Uh, you can get a novelty cocktail on the bar. Uh, you can do all sorts of things in them. And basically, I like the idea of them. I think it's somewhere we've not really been. There's quite a few in Liverpool as arcades as well. Uh, is there many in Scotland, Edinburgh, Glasgow? There's NQ64 in Edinburgh. It was, I went in the first week it opened. Okay. And my my understanding of it was going to be people a little bit, you know, like me, maybe wearing dirty clothes, <laughs> some rips in them, some gaming tees. But the folk that were there were like, Done up to the nines, like they were going on the night the out. models. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, "What the fuck are you doing here? You should be up the road at bloody Cavendish." I know it's not been called Cavendish for fifteen years, but that's where you should be. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there's one. There, there is that one. Um, I think that's, only, that's the only one, though. I think that's fine. In, in, in Edinburgh, there's an NQ sixty four in Glasgow now as well. Um, sure. There's another couple in Glasgow, Super Barrio. I don't know if that's still there. Oh, I mean, which was a bit more, which was a bit more of what you would have thought, Lewis, expecting an NQ sixty four. It was more like that. Um, I think there might be another one or two. There's not a huge amount up here. Any uh, preferences in London, Ben? Uh, the one I went to for the Vampire Survivors one was quite nice. Okay. Uh, platform, I think it was called in Shoreditch. That was cool. Uh, and then. Yeah, we went to that PDP event ages ago with Andrew, and I can't remember what that was called. But yeah, there's there's loads here, loads, loads. loads. Should plan that for EGX. Be good to go to one. Yeah. A little bit of food. Yes. Go to one. There we go. Noted. Okay, so the wheel of cheese is loaded up. If you don't know what that is, I've basically got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve themes. We're going to go through them. I'm going to spin the wheel. Uh, I'm going to go clockwise on my video. So I've got Ben, then Alex, and Lewis. And then Lewis is going to pick again, then Alex, then Ben, then myself. Um, so we're going to go through these options. I'm not going to say what they are until we land on them. And I'm going to spin the wheel right now to begin. 
Here we go. Spinning, spinning, spinning. It's not got any dramatic noises. Because we cheaped out. Oh, Ben. Ben, Ben, Hit Ben. Me. Celebrity toilet attendant. Oh. Celebrity toilet attendant. So this is the person in the toilet who's there with his Hugo Boss aftershave and uh, toilet roll because for some reason they don't put that in the toilets anymore. You've got to purchase it from a person. So, <laughs> Ben, who is your celebrity toilet attendant? Well, I think they'd be giving out Lynx Africa, wouldn't they? If it's going yeah. to be gamers. So, it's mostly good that. point. Um, my celebrity toilet toilet attendant is. He needs a job. It's Philip Mewson. Oh, <laughs> I, I thought perfect for him, and he could answer answer for his crimes against gaming uh, by by having to smell gamers' shit. What a purgatory for, for him every evening. Yeah. yeah. So there we go. Philip Musin. And he seems like a nice lad. He does. Really? Yeah. Like, forget all the pylons and stuff. Like, he, I'm sure he's a nice lad who just went wrong. So let's give him a fresh start in yeah. life and make him the toilet attendant. Everyone makes mistakes. Gaming bar. Yes. Eight strikes and you're out. In my <laughs> eyes. Eight strikes and you're out. like it. Any other notable mentions from the guys? I, my toilet attendant was going to be Joe Pesci. <laughs> Joe Pesci. <laughs> That's a good show. Pesci. <laughs> Alex, anyone? I was thinking... No, I'm rubbish at these things, no, you know. I'm fucking prepared. <laughs> right, spinning the wheel. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Okay. For Alex, it is the toilet theme. So the theme song that is playing when you walk in the toilet. Imagine this in like a chippy kind of... Yeah, underwater Mario theme. Oh, great shout. Yeah, good shout. Toilet song. Really, it should be. <laughs> 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 nice toilet theme. Any uh, I, notable mentions? Go on, yeah, I, I misunderstood what you meant by toilet so theme. That. <laughs> what did you think? <laughs> I thought you meant like the general theme. Yeah. Oh, cool. I did. I did. Right. Okay. But Alex must but have I like, missed I like it. Like Mario. There we go. Yeah. But Mario underwater <laughs> well, is quite on. a good theme what, for the whole the whole thing. What was your toilet theme be, Ben? I'll put that down. Uh, well, my theme was going to be play on binary code. It was going to be a non-binary code. Oh. Ah. So it's a toilet for everyone, and then anyone's welcome in the toilet. Nice. Like that. That's very clever. So there we go. Lewis, what yeah, was yours? So. Uh, my toilet theme was going to be a light or dark, which basically meant light was going to be off or on. <laughs> 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 the, the Nintendo the Switch, Switch, Switch themes. Yeah, yeah. I like it. That's very good. Okay, I'm spinning it for Lewis's pick. What's he going to get? What's it going to be? It is landing on Arcade Cabinet 1. So we mm. said the games that are being picked, it can be uh, capsule anything. It doesn't have to be an arcade game. So Lewis, Arcade Cabinet 1. And Arcade Cabinet 1 is going to be a game called Task Manager. Uh, and that's a game where you can close down the games on other arcade cabinets nearby. I like that. <laughs> so you can wait till someone's near a boss and just go 
Close. Close it down. End task. Click. Are you one of those people that have ever been to like Alton Towers where you can go on the rapids and then there's up people with water guns that can shoot them? Yeah. And like you're that person yeah. with a water gun, aren't you? Yeah. Purposely ruining the family's day. Even though yeah, they chose to go on the rapids, it's their own fault. Yep. Uh okay. I'm not gonna I knew the risks. I'm not gonna ask anyone else's games. Okay, I'm gonna spin again for Lewis. I was thinking this was to be doing games. Could be whatever you want. Yeah. Do that if you want. Okay. Lewis music. So we want three songs oh. that pretty much will be played every night religiously. Okay. Okay. I can give you two. Um okay. King of Rock and Roll by Prefab Sprout. <laughs> which is the one that's like hot dog jumping. Jumping from I want the... a cookie as I used to think it was when oh, I was a wow. child. Yeah. That'd be good. Yep. Okay. Uh, second one, uh, that badger, 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 mushroom, mushroom song. Okay. That's um... from 2004. <laughs> <laughs> on the internet this. in 2004. Badger, badger. <laughs> on that reaction. What? I don't know, is it? I have no idea. Is that it? Yep. Mushroom. Yep, that's it. Uh, I missed the weeble. Okay. Badger, (laughs) badger, badger, mushroom, mushroom. Okay. Uh, Okay, I'm going to ask out to the crowd, Alex. We'll probably pick Coldplay. Ben, what are you going to pick? Yeah. Uh, I've cheated. My whole thing was like a very 90s theme. Uh, So I've just gone for, now that's what I call 90s. Oh. The soundtrack. Including some bangers. Like "Let Me Be Your Fantasy" by Baby uh, D. Uh, yeah. "Dub Be Good to Me" by Beats International. I mean, I so what? That's got to be on there. Yeah. Na, 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 na. So Shaggy, Mr. Bombastic, Mr. Lover, Lover. So yeah. now, now that's what I call '90s complete collection. What's the first song on that? It's got to be like. I take that song or something. Space Ghettos. Alex has got it. Which song is it? Wannabe. Wannabe. Not Wannabe. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh. Mama. To become one. Ben's got it. To become one. <laughs> Fuck off, Jerry Halliwell. <laughs> Get on the plane. The plane. <laughs> <laughs> You won't show your feet. Uh, the second song on that album. <laughs> oh, what a banger I'm, I'm that was. Get banned. Mm. Yeah. See, this is all that's on any day in the gym. So. There's a thong song on there. Oh, Jesus. Uh, oh, there should be. Is it? Mm. Is it? Name that song. All that, she wants. All that she wants is another baby. This is, a, you know what? this is a whole Patreon episode waiting yeah. to happen. It fucking yeah. is. Okay. Well, that's what we're doing on our Patreon episode next. We need Adrian to do a karaoke. 90s. Yes. 90s. Oh, uh, yeah. Thing. We should do the EGX. We should go to a, a, a karaoke room. We tried to do that last <laughs> time. But Max fucking trolled us around. <laughs> fucking <laughs> six and a half hours. Oh, I've got to go now. We ended up in a chain. 
Um, he's, he's lost. Okay. It should be Max's London tours. Okay, right. I'm, <laughs> Jesus. Okay, I'm spinning. <laughs> I'm going to Alex. Oh, Alex got Arcade Cabinet too. I want to have Ball Breaker mm. from the Bear. Oh, I understand that reference. Ball Breaker from what? Bear. The Bear. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Nice. Look at the crowd that draws. Need the Such gun now. If we can get those fucking sandwiches as well, that would be amazing. Yeah. Okay, cousin. What a TV show that is, by the way. It's great. Great. You watch it's both fantastic. seasons. I haven't watched two yet. I've only watched one. Yeah, I'll make two. I'm about halfway through one at the moment and loving it. Yeah, yeah it's the, um, let me know when you get to the end of two because that's another Patreon episode. Uh, I don't know what this is. The Bear. It's on Disney it's Plus. On the Bear. Plus brilliant. on mm. Star, is it? That's a weird, like... Yeah, yeah okay. Adult yeah. Disney. Adult Disney, yeah. Okay, spin in. Mini uh, gets a tits out. Okay, she got tits. I've never seen a tits get so mini out. <laughs> I don't even know what you said there, I missed it. So I'm kind of glad that I did. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, laugh. <laughs> oh, <who's>... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, very good. Oh, oh. Tears. Oh. Tears of the cross players. Oh dear. Okay. Cocktail idea one. The bent. Oh. Um. Cocktail idea oh, one. Oh. Uh, um. Okay. So nineties theme. This is a play off an NES game. White Russian attack. Because there's an NES game called Russian attack. This is a white Russian attack. Simple as that. It's just basically a white Russian. Oh, They're okay. just called something nerdy. Simple. Prescient as well. It is. Mm. Mm. It is. Uh, I like that. Any other... In fact, no, we've got another option, haven't we? So I won't ask for anyone else's. Okay, now we're going to Lewis. Oh, no. Alex, sorry. Okay, there's six more options. Ooh, the best person to answer this. Gonna ruin the bar. Draft beer. Oh, it needs to be some non-alcoholic beer, doesn't no, it? Fucking hell, ruined it. <laughs> like it needs to be. <sighs> there we go. Um, what? Which one would I pick? I think what's a free dam. Free dam. Okay. Yeah, I haven't tried that yet. I see that's thirteen berries today and didn't have any in mind. One I need to go to a bigger one. Insane Might go to a big one at For the weekend. For a big can. Yeah. Oh. I thought it was a really camp version of the. Uh... Braveheart shop. Freedom. 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 Damn. Mm. Okay. Lemon freedom. Toasty freedom. Oh, I don't know. We've tasted. We taste them. They were the ones. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. On a stag, yeah. It's nice. The lemon one was nice. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Um. Sorry. Non-alcoholic drink. Okay. On a stag, yeah. Okay. It's got an absolute banger. Lewis, I've, I've got another. Sorry, I've got another draft beer that's worth. Go on then. Yes, worth suggesting. I'll, go on, Lewis. You go. I'll first. put another one on the beers. Go on. Pe- Peach Melba, which is by Pilot, 
It is simply divine. Peach Melba is on simply divine. the beer list. Sensible. Then I have gone for a gaming-themed one. A Cornish brewery. Mm. Doom Bar. Ooh, ah, wow. nice. Yeah. Yeah, I get yeah. it. I like I get that. And it could also be in the name of the bar. Because Ooh. we could get sponsorship from them. Oh, that'd be a good one. But they could do like a Doom variant of it. Of Doom Bar. Can we get that lad from EGX with the Doom t-shirt that we see every year? <laughs> We've yeah. seen from the last There we go. Years. Celebrity <laughs> bouncer. Lewis, mm-hmm. make it work. What was it? Celebrity bouncer. Who you, My who celebrity you bouncer is obviously going to be Joe Pesci. <laughs> <laughs> In the toilet, Andy's been oh, You didn't get the toilet attendant job, but you can be the bouncer. What the fuck is this piece of shit? Okay, Joe Pesci is celebrity bouncer. Ben, did you have anyone in mind for this? Uh, Kimberly, the pink Power Ranger. Oh, it should be good. Because I think nerds would be scared of her. Be like, Ooh. Yeah, that's a good point. Is a girl. Her or Jet yeah. would be a solid chance. Alex? Jet's a great shout, actually. Yeah. Claudia went coming. She is scary though, isn't she? Mm. She's reckless with that uh, mascara. So yeah, yeah. she question everybody about everything. She no underage people mm. in there. Yeah, Claudia Winkleman reminds me of this the Muppet that sings in the band. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. She looks, like, what I'm talking about. she looks like Edna Mode as well, doesn't she? Edna Mode. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, I had um, Pat Sharp for that. Oh, it'd be good. oh that would be good. Like with Melanie and Martina coming as well, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There we go. Um, okay, so Pesci is the celebrity bouncer. Mm-hmm. You're the bastard. Oh, no. <laughs> Spin it again. <laughs> Lewis again, in it? No, it's uh, me. Oh, yeah. oh. Alex, you've summoned this into existence. Celebrity bar staff, please. Oh, I'm going to put Melanie Martina in here now. Mela Martina. Um, nice. Martina, not Carl's missus. Uh, that would be funny. But Ben, any notable mentions? Uh, Bob Mills. Don't know if that name rings a bell. Bob Mills? Oh, Games, mm. games Master. Not Games yeah, Master, was, the one was, on Sky One. It's the game sh- show, exactly. yeah. Games World. Yeah, that was a really shit Games Master ripoff. Uh, and he also used to host Win, Lose, or Draw. He did. Oh. He'd keep the crowd entertained. Okay. There yeah. he is, Bob Mills. Oh, yeah. Later, gents. Yeah. 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 Oh. It'd be good. It'd be good value. Just to get good games TV shows. It's such a shame you don't anymore. Yeah. Just, you got this instead, though. Yeah. Yeah. Lucky bastards. Oh, it's free as well. Uh, oh, what we saying? What was the. Go on. It was um, Bar Staff. Barst, let me just double check here. Barst, um, Joe Pesci. It's Joe. Joe Pesci. <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> okay, I like that. So multi-talented. Are we allowed like different generations of Pesci? Just like I think so. Like yeah. decrepit Pesci. Like yeah, the most true. recent one's fucking petrifying as a bouncer, and I'm then like younger Pesci. Pesci on the bar. Am I funny to you? Yeah, yeah it'd be, it'd be good. Joe Pesci slamming someone's head in the door. I'm happy you said head in the door. Um, okay, so we've got bar staff. We've got that sorted. Right, so I'm going to spin it again for Ben. Got bar name, cocktail idea two, and arcade cabinet three. Ben has got arcade cabinet three. Ooh. I'm going to go for the Simpsons arcade game. I love that game. Because it's got 
It's just so much nostalgia for me. I can just, I can hear it in my mind. Let's hear the attract mode. Hmm? Let me hear it. Did you get that? Did that pick up on the microphone? That was great. That was great. Thanks. Uh, I was like, I was playing it. We we played it in NQ. Well, Laurie and I played it in NQ64 last year together. Bet Laurie got aggressive. We well, he, he was. He had a go at me because I was drinking too quickly. He was not like concentrating on the game. No, no, it's in like because he wasn't keeping up. He had like half a pint left, and I don't drink particularly quickly. And he was like really lagging behind. Uh, he was like, "You're drinking too quick." I was like, "I'm sorry, mate. We'll <laughs> catch up. <laughs> Stop playing games." I can imagine that uh, conversation. Um, mm. Okay, spinning it. That's when he, when I met him, shake hands, hugged, realized he was a bit, bit of a pocket rocket, and then I saw him like just his shoulders bopping off, and he walked ahead of me. To guide me to the bar. It was only two of us. Guide me to the bar. As if he was like, you need a little brolly or something to guide me on the way. Uh, <laughs> Alex, cocktail idea number two, please. Oh, the pesci. <laughs> Get your own theme. Oh, I'm going to rip off Ben's theme and go for the tequila sunset overdrive. Oh, nice. Very nice. nice. Get your own theme. <laughs> no, pal. <laughs> Me, pal. Okay. Uh, and then Lewis gets the crown. I don't know why I've spun it. It's only one fucking thing left. Lewis gets to name the bar. Oh, shit. The bar. Here we go. <laughs> the bar's called Pesci's. <laughs> the bar was going to end up called Pesci's. I'm going to ask it sincerely. Is that genuinely your name for the bar? Pesci's. Yes. Okay, no. That's Much fine. like how my bouncer was Joe Pesci, the bar staff's Joe Pesci, the Tottenham just as Joe Pesci. So the bar name has to be Pesci's. Arcade game, just the Home Alone video game. Yep. Yeah. Just, just that. Yep. Yeah, that's it. Mm. Anyone, any notable mentions? Ben? It's a Doom Bar. Uh, Doom Bar, as I mentioned earlier, mm. could be a name for that. Uh, a Drink to the Past. Mm, yeah, because it's 90s themed arcade bar. Like yeah, that. Is that. But the, my favourite one, was something really simple, something that says 90s, says nerd culture, just dork. <laughs> yeah, okay. I thought that's quite a cool name yeah, for a bar. I like that. Go to dork. I like it. But I think Call I it dork Pesci's. tonight. Yeah. Because <laughs> kids won't know what it means even. It's like an old, it's an old yeah. it and nerd dorking. word, isn't it? Dork, yeah. Mm. Could be slang for something, couldn't it? Do you want to get dork yep. tonight? Dork. <laughs> dork not yeah. and borked. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> Three European twins. Uh, Alex, do you have a name of the bar? Banjos. Ban- okay. Uh, parentheses, snap your... <laughs> uh, okay, so that's our bar. So the bar's called Pesci's, lads. In fact, clicks all round. Great answers. I thought it was... You can actually did your homework... Which was well, nice, so thank you for that. I mean, Lewis just said the same thing. He did say the same thing, and then he was just vindic- still vindic- took thought in. vindictive with his other choices. Um, so our, our bar is called Besh- uh, Pesci's. We've got uh, Task Manager, which is a game where you close down the other games on the other arcade <laughs> machines nearby. Uh, we've got Ball Breaker from the Bear. Amazing choice. Simpsons arcade game as well. I'd generally go and play those things. Uh, the, the music that we've got, we've got King of Rock and Roll by, who was it? 
Prefab sprout. Prefab sprout. We've got badger, badger, mushroom, mushroom pie. <laughs> Whoever the fuck badger, that was. Badger, badger, the badger, internet. Badger, badger, and we've badger, also badger. got now that now that's what I call nineties yeah, uh, playing as well on there. Um, we've got two drinks on the bar, specials on the evening, two cocktails. We've got uh, the white Russian attack uh, by your man Ben, and then we've also got tequila sunset, uh, sun, uh, su- tequila sunset overdrive. That was hard to say. Uh, which which one would you have out of those two? I'd probably go for the. I'd probably go for White Russian Attack. I like, I like a White Russian. I'm a bit frittier, so probably Kahlua. tequila. A bit uh, Okay, and then we've got our beer. So we've got Free Dam, we've got Peach Melba, and Doom Bar on the bar. Decent selection. Collect- oh, yeah. Selectic. Uh, we've also got Serving the Drinks, Mel and Martina. <laughs> um, we've also got a Celebrity Bouncer uh, on the outside, Joe Pesci. Um, and we've also got Philip Mewson in the toilet who's very confused by the whole ordeal (laughs) but uh, ironically wants to open up a bar further down the road called the De Niro Uh, (laughs) we've also got the underwater theme from Mario in the toilet Uh, Philip Mewson getting drilled into madness by listening to that all the time the toilet theme Drilled into madness. <laughs> it's not going to be a violent establishment. <laughs> you said it was violence, Ben. Um, yeah, so we've got that, that theme going. Um, and that's pretty much it. I think so. Yeah, Celebrity Bouncer, cover everything. Yes, that is. There we go. That's Pesci's. So, uh, Sounds great. Anybody invested in Pesci's or wants to commit a few quid you can join patreon.com slash the crossplayers and contribute two pounds guarantee at least some percentage of that will go towards opening pesci's up in the near future um lads that was fun that was good alex got his readers on there he was uh mm. look at that Ooh. very very happy i'm gonna check the old patreon list and see if i've been caught out i've got ethan hunt Nate Ellingsworth, Carl Hughes, Sean Hughes, Mole Hughes, Mining Adventure, Jason Frost, Sarah Perbrick, Rebecca Rodronath, Luke Cooper, Kevin Scully, Mark Hammond, Rune Storm, Phil Marshall, Lelina DeSaltles, Eamon McCauley, Phil Henshaw, Daniel Moira Stewart, and <laughs> Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, dear. Okay. Oh. And cheers to new patrons as well. It's, like, it's been nice having a new influx. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, welcome Daniel. Yeah, Daniel's new this week. He is, he is. Dan won. Dan won. Yeah. Dan yeah. One. Yeah. The best of the Duns. Uh lads, VR podcast. I know you plugged it earlier, but plug it again for me. When you go Ben. Uh yeah, what are we what are we up to now? Episode twenty six coming up next, Alex, I think. Yeah, six months in. That's, yeah, so that'll be our big six month review of PSVR two, what we think of that first six months. Maybe we might grade it. Uh, so that'll be coming out on Tuesday at 6.30am. And then the following week, we've got a very, very special guest. So uh, <laughs> stay tuned for that. And Laurie and I are both going on holiday for a couple of weeks. Not together. You're abandoning um, me. So we, are, so we are pre-recording a couple of episodes to put out while we're away. So you won't miss a beat. Stay tuned. We've got big plans for the Patreon. We're not going to talk about it too much today, but we've got some things and some ideas to simplify it uh, and make it double compelling for people, all new and old, which we'll be talking about in the next couple of weeks. Uh, Mm -hmm. Lads, lovely to see you. 
on this. Uh, it's been a warm day today, hasn't it? Roasting. Yeah, the door open as well. I mean, it's been roasting. That's always for, for audio <laughs> listeners. They're talking there about the uh, the actual door to the conservatory. I'm not. I am wearing <laughs> underwear. Um, yeah, it's been bloody warm. But it's meant to be. I'm going to the Southport Flower Show tomorrow. Yeah. I know. Fancy. Toilet. Mm, I know. Toilet. All the Tories do go there as well. And you're going to be the youngest there by some way, surely. Oh, no, we'll be. Well, I'm taking the two kids with me as well. So they can. Yeah. But I'm worried about Kit, the youngest, because he's got a bit favourable thing towards flowers at the moment where he just rips them out and takes them with him and gives them soap. So. If he starts doing oh. that, prized. I don't know. Someone's prized. Oh, that would be funny. It would be very funny. He's only a kid. He's only you see him on the news. <laughs> I know. Yeah. God. Well, lovely seeing you all. Lovely uh, you too. speaking to all of you people that are listeners at home, and uh, mm. have a wonderful. We should. We should. Uh, we should maybe get Max to play us out you, with his lovely song it? that he added to our. Uh, yeah, but our cool. Patreon chat earlier. The big obsession with feet. He made a song about it. If you want to find out about it. Go on, Patreon. Mm. Bye, everyone. Looking at feet and feels totally smitten. He'll kneel for a heel and he'll make a peg listen. No need for trainers or silly shoestrings. Photos of feet are his favourite things. Parents.